0: And honestly, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what week I'm on half the time. Like, if it wasn't for my app on my phone, I would not be able to tell you what how far along I am. And it's kind of embarrassing when people ask. Like I've been tracking it a little bit more lately, just as we're getting closer. I'm a little more, paying a little more attention to things. I've had times where people like in the middle of my pregnancy, they were like, oh, how far along are you? And I'm like, I honestly couldn't tell you. Like I have to look it up on my phone because I just have not been paying that much attention. You're listening to Every Successful Rancher, a rural lifestyle and business podcast for women of the West. I'm Sarah Elrod, your host, serial entrepreneur, and small town homemaker. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that behind Every Successful Rancher is his wife that works in town. Around here, you can expect a perfect mix of Western living, homemaking, and business strategies to grow your brand online. Get ready for the real, the raw, and the rural. Welcome to Every Successful Rancher. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have you guys here with me for another episode. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like this video, all the youtube things. Um, I've been really enjoying having YouTube be a part of the podcast this go around when I was doing branded cowgirl podcast I never really implemented YouTube into my strategy and it's just been kind of a fun way of just putting these episodes on a different platform and it also forces me to stare into a camera better because I've learned that that is really hard to do especially with episodes where you're teaching something and so I have like notes and things that I'm reading off of and I try not to just like zone in on reading things I want it to like more casual. And so it's been a good, um, learning curve and, uh, just like a, I don't know, just something different. So anyway, um, uh, make sure to subscribe also, um, over there. If you have not already, that would be fantastic. And if you're listening to the audio version of this episode and um, go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. it would mean the world to me to, uh, read your reviews, to hear what you guys think of the show. And it also does genuinely, I know everybody says this, but it genuinely does help the show grow um, and tells people that you like it. And so that more people can listen and tune in. And then I can continue to do more, bring more content, all the things for you guys. So also please ignore my voice. I know I sound a little bit weird right now. I am getting over being sick. At the beginning of 2024, I got super sick Uh, right around New Year's. We were up visiting my husband's family and there was like a whole bunch of people that were sick and just like passing things off back and forth to each other. So we pretty much knew when we got home from that trip that we were going to get sick. And sure enough, we all did at uh, kind of the same time, but a little bit delayed. Like my son got sick first and he was sick for like a week and it was super sad and miserable. And then me and my husband kind of got sick around the same time uh, as each other, like the next week. So there was like probably a good like two and a half weeks where somebody in our house was like sick and dying and it was not fun. And I was like super frustrated because nobody was sleeping and my son wasn't eating and it was just, it was a hot mess. So we're kind of through all of that now, luckily, but I do still have a little bit of a cough and I obviously sound kind of weird. I'm still kind of... Congested and dealing with that part of it. So uh, bear with me. I know I sound weird, but what can you do? All that to be said. Let's get into today's episode. Uh, We are talking baby talk today because (laughs) as I'm sitting here recording this episode, and when this episode goes up, we are less than two months uh, away from the birth of our daughter. Which is really crazy to think about that we were not only that we're gonna have a daughter because like I don't know I've just been a boy mom for the past year and a half so like just feels weird to say that we're having a daughter but just the idea of two kids um is kind of wild and I'm just I don't know I like I want to start off by saying I'm the I'm the person that like genuinely loves to be pregnant um and I know that probably like makes a lot of people want to roll their eyes and whatever but. I love everything about pregnancy. I really enjoy my pregnancies. Um, You know, even this time around, there has been a lot more challenges and this hasn't been as easy of a pregnancy to go through as it was with my son. But all in all, I feel like a lot of people do have it a lot worse or can be a lot sicker or more uncomfortable than I am. So I'm blessed in that sense. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, But you know, of course, this whole process is you get a reward at the end, right? It's all worth it, whether it's easy or hard, you get a little cute baby at the end. So it's all good. But It just seems like yesterday and again everybody says this stuff but it really does seem like yesterday that Stetson was just a tiny little baby and that he was born and that we were bringing him home from the hospital and now I look at him and I'm like what the heck you're like a full-grown person you like run around the house and you like do things and you have I don't know like memories and you have like these thoughts and opinions and like it's just so funny to watch him actually develop into a person with his own decision making and and just different things like that. It's really cool. That's probably one of the best things about parenting so far is just watching them develop into the little people that they are becoming. And even even the parts that are hard because having a toddler, man is no joke. But like I said, this pregnancy has been different in a lot of ways. And as we get closer to her arrival, which I'm not announcing her name, I've told people her name. It's not necessarily like a huge secret, but I'm just not like publicly announcing it until she's born, which I didn't do with my son. We like pretty much announced it as soon as we like decided on it. But I don't know. I just decided this time around, I didn't want to announce it. So uh, there's that, but I just can't help but reflect I guess in this season as it's like coming down to crunch time um, (laughs) on just what the past like eight months has been like but then also what still needs to be done and just all the things so that's kind of what we're going to get into today that was like a really long introduction to what we're talking about but uh yeah that's that's where we're going so let's just waste no more time and dive on in Okay, so it's a new year, and I really don't think that there is a better time to finally get a grip on your content for this year as either a business owner or a brand. The fact of the matter is you need to be posting content consistently in order to grow online, but that's so much easier said than done, right? And in fact, I ran into this exact problem and totally burnt myself out trying to come up with so much content across all my platforms, like writing captions that are actually meaningful and then choosing a good photo to go with it. like Oof, it was such a struggle. And truth be told, it's probably one of the most common mistakes that I see other brands making as well. So they wanna get out of the rat race. They wanna start making an income online, but they're just not good at posting the way that they should be. So I decided to build something that would help fix this issue that could help anyone in any kind of industry or business, but obviously with a focus on my rural and Western girlies. So I created The Social Herd, a content resource membership that has everything you need to show up consistently online, create posts that convert followers into paying clients, and just take the stress of coming up with what to post on a daily basis off your plate. Inside of the social herd, you have access to hundreds of caption templates, Western stock images, graphics, templates, and trainings to further your education in online marketing. It's basically like having a social media manager in your pocket or at your disposal at any given time. For less than what you would pay for one Starbucks drink a week, you can join the membership today. But that's not all. Social Herd also offers an affiliate program for members, meaning you can get one other person to sign up through your link and then your membership for that month would be paid for. And from there, the more signups you get is just free money in your pocket. You can literally make money while getting top tier social media marketing resources sent to you every single month. So, What you waiting for? Head on over to sarahelrod.com slash social herd for all the info and to join. I'll see you in there. First things first, I want to talk about pregnancy itself and how it has been different for me this time around and the similarities. But I would say this pregnancy, I have been a lot more sick than I was with Stetson, my son. And when I say a lot more sick, I still, again, like I know people that are way sicker or have been way sicker than I have. So this is just my own personal experience. I'm not saying compared to other people, I'm super sick because I'm probably not. But just compared to Stetson, I was more sick this time around. And I felt like first trimester was really hard for me this time around. And I mean, I remember being tired with Stetson. And I remember being nauseous, but I could still like do things. Like I still felt like I could, you know, whatever I'd puke in the morning and then just like pull myself together and get things done this time around. Like my first trimester was rough. I just literally had no energy to do anything and I hated it. I am not that kind of person that wants to lay around and do nothing. I get genuinely so stir crazy like that. And it's hard when you have a toddler because you can't really just do that. Like you have to pull yourself up to do things even when it's hard and when you don't want to. And so that was just kind of a big struggle and learning curve for me was like, wow, this is the trenches of motherhood is having this tiny human that you literally have to feed and bathe and take care of and entertain and keep alive all day long when you feel like garbage. (laughs) So it was kind of the same way with us being sick too. Um, So that was kind of rough on everybody involved. Um, So yeah, that part of it, I definitely was sicker this time around and didn't feel nearly as good as I did when I was pregnant with Stetson, which is funny because I feel like everybody I've talked to have said that their boy pregnancies were worse than their girl pregnancies. But for me, it's been the opposite. I've been a lot more uncomfortable. I've had more aches and pains this pregnancy. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, overall a lot more uncomfortable than I was with Studson. Um, but, and, and I mean, I guess like another thing too, that's kind of unfortunate about any pregnancy besides your first pregnancy is you just don't enjoy it as much in the sense of you're just not thinking about it. Like there were so many times where, especially before I really had a belly, I would like forget that I was pregnant and like, not that I'd do anything bad or whatever. Like, it's not like I'd forget that much, but just on the day-to-day activities, like I would just like almost have to remind myself like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. Like, I, I don't know. Cause I feel like when I was pregnant the first time around, like that's all you think about. It just becomes your whole personality. And then when you have another kid that you're taking care of, like and then you're pregnant at the same time, you just, you aren't as focused on your pregnancy. You're just focused on your kid. And so this time around, that's kind of where I was at was like, I was so focused on Stetson and just what he was doing and what he needed that I wasn't like enjoying every little moment of this pregnancy that I got to with him. And I feel like there's like a bittersweetness about that. Like it's, something like I'll always have with my son and my first child is, you know, we just had this really special pregnancy and like bonding time, I feel like as a mom and just like, it was a really special pregnancy. And I probably will never have that same connection or that same feeling with any of my other pregnancies with any future kids that we have. Like, I think there's pros and cons to that, like that we'll have our own other special moments and things, you know, there's something about having a second baby that like, we'll have our own special thing. And so, I don't know. It's just kind of like a weird thing. But so anyway, I, you know, with my first pregnancy, it was like every little moment and kick and movement that he did. It was like I could enjoy it. And I took the weekly bump photos, you know, where it was like, okay, week 35, week 36, week 37. I mean, I think I did it just about every single week for the whole pregnancy. I mean, I maybe skipped a week here and there, but for the most part, like I did all the big milestones and this time around, it was like, I hit 20 weeks and was like, oh shoot, I'm halfway. Like I haven't even taken a single bump photo. Whoopsie. And then, you know, now I'm 32 weeks as I record this and yeah, like third trimester, I couldn't tell you the last time I took like a bump progression picture. And honestly, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what week I'm on half the time. Like if it wasn't for my app on my phone, I would not be able to tell you what how far along I am. And it's kind of embarrassing when people ask. Like I've been tracking it a little bit more lately, just as we're getting closer. I'm a little more paying a little more attention to things. I've had times where people like in the middle of my pregnancy, they were like, Oh, how far along are you? And I'm like, I honestly couldn't tell you. Like I have to look it up on my phone because I just have not been paying that much attention. So that's a little uh that's just what you have to look forward to if you're uh on your first pregnancy right now, or if you're thinking about having a second, you know, you're, you're not going to think about it as much as you did the first time around. And also another thing that is hard is just how unprepared I feel this time around, because I don't know, like, I think the holidays really threw me being pregnant in the winter time, like, I am i don't even know if it's like a majority of the winter, but like, I found out I was pregnant in July and then we were in Mexico, like right after I found out. And then, so that was like a big vacation. And then basically right after I got home from that trip was like when I started to feel really pregnant and I got super sick and did not feel good for like a month and a half. And then it was basically the whole month of August, I felt like trash. (laughs) And then we got into September, I felt mostly like trash. And then basically October, November, December were holidays and also my really busy wedding work season. And so that was all kind of a blur. And my focus during that time was work and the holidays. And so I wasn't really thinking about my pregnancy very much and just kind of everything you know obviously you're spending money on Christmas presents and gifts and doing all the holiday things and so we just weren't like buying stuff for her we weren't like really doing much at all and then all of a sudden here we are January and I'm like oh shoot we have nothing we haven't done anything and she's gonna be here before we know it And so I just feel a little unprepared. And I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, like if her bedroom or whatever doesn't get done before she's here, it's not that big of a deal. One, she's not going to know. And two, she's not even going to be sleeping in there for a while. So it's like, does it really actually matter? Probably not. But um, still, I would like it to be done sooner than later. But also my baby shower or sprinkle or whatever you want to call it is not even until like mid February. So like a month before she's due. So it's hard in that sense too. And I've kind of felt like this with even my son, even though his shower was like two months before he was born. It's like, you don't really want to buy that much anyway, until you know what other people are getting you for your shower, which most of the time it's like clothes and stuff anyway. So it's, you could probably be safe to get like furniture or whatever, But I just, I don't know, like I, I don't want to like go out and buy a ton of stuff until I know what we're getting. Because if somebody's going to gift it to me, then I'm probably just gonna stick with that. But (laughs) anyway, so it feels like my showers kind of like last minute, you know, just in that last month. And that was the other thing like we've been talking about like when to do it for a while. But with the holidays, it was hard because we couldn't really do it like in December, because that's Christmas time. And that's hard for everybody or like November, I had other friends that were having baby showers. So I didn't want to like jump on their train and everything. So it's just been kind of like a weird whirlwind of thoughts and emotions. And it's my second pregnancy. Like it's not as big of a deal. We have the basics to keep a tiny human alive. So that's all that really matters. Everything else is just extra at this point. Um, But anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at as far as the readiness of things. It's like, we have the, the basic necessities, but I would like her room to be done. I would like to to get a few more things. Um, and we are slowly checking things off her registry that I've made. And um, so things are coming along and I know the good Lord is with us and he will see this through and <laughs> we will get it done. Um, I'm just kind of in like panic mode right now. Um, another thing I'm kind of worried about and just been thinking a lot about and processing and just trying to enjoy, I guess, is these last few months of just being a mom of a boy and just one baby because it will change when she's here and not all the attention is going to be on my son and that does make me a little bit sad that he's going to have to like share me and it'll be good for him in a lot of ways, but also, you know, that's hard like to bring in and and I mean, I feel like I've heard a lot of people too, like with their second baby, they wonder how they'll ever love Another baby as much as they love their first. I haven't really had that thought. I'll be honest, like I, I don't know, I already love her so much. So it's like I haven't really felt that kind of thought as far as, you know, oh my gosh, how am I ever gonna love her as much as I love my son? Like that, I mean, I just know I will. Like I I don't know. That part of it I have hasn't really crossed my mind. But the idea of balancing two kids, like on two different schedules kind of overwhelms me because they're going to be on two different sleeping schedules and nap schedules and eating schedules. And so that's going to be hard. And then obviously trying to like work and have a business and do things I want to do and I'm passionate about, like, there's just a lot that goes with it um, that I've thought about. And so that's definitely been a part of it. Um, And I will say like some of the things that I've been doing to like really get ready business-wise is try to work ahead as much as I possibly can. My goal is to get everything through March done here in the next couple of weeks. And then I even want to go into April because obviously like the whole month of March, I'm not really going to be doing anything. And then I don't want to get to the end of March and then be like stressed that I have nothing for April. So (laughs) ideally by the time she's born, I will have everything, all my content, all my business stuff scheduled out and like ready to go through April. Is kind of my goal it might be uh, ambitious of me we'll see but i do want to just like quickly list off a few things that i'm using just because i like to give tangible advice and whatever and resources um in case you're like wanting to know some tools that i might be using to like schedule things out and plan ahead these are the resources that i use on a daily basis in my business, but also just things that are like totally going to save my butt um, in this season. So Facebook meta business suite is your best friend. If you do not use that to schedule your content on Facebook and Instagram, you really should start because you can schedule stories. You can schedule uh, feed posts. You can schedule reels, like everything all through there. So Facebook business meta suite, you need to start using it. If you don't already, it's really great. Um, other tools that I use are show it slash WordPress for blogging. So show it's my website host and then they work with like WordPress for blogging and I can schedule out blog posts on there. Flowdesk is how I schedule out my email marketing. Um, and it's also the platform I use for my online store. So I sell digital things through there and I deliver freebies through there. <laughs> and so if that's something that you are wanting to do, I always recommend like selling some kind of digital good, even if it's like five dollars. It's nice to just like get a little extra money here and there. You can sell just like an online product for super easy. And I like I said, do it through Flowdesk and it just it's really great. Um and so Uh, There's that. HoneyBook is what I use for client workflows. So email management of like photography clients. It's also how I manage this podcast and podcast guests and all the things. Um, Notion is like the holy grail in my business. It's how I track all the things that I need to track and plan. Um, It's my content calendar. It's just my to-do list. It's everything. Basically everything in my whole life is in my Notion. And I do have a content calendar template that you can purchase for $5 um and I will put that down in the description. I'll actually put links for discount codes cuz you can get like 50% off honeybook and FlowDesk, I believe um and show it and a few other things. So, I will uh link all of those so you can save money on these things if you want to try them. <laughs> um down in the description of this episode as well as in the show notes. Um but yeah, so I have a content calendar template that I use on Notion and um, I sell it and it's literally the exact template that I use for planning my content. And so it's it's nothing like super crazy, but it helps me a ton manage my life. Um, and then the nice thing about Notion is it is free. There's a free version of it at least. That's super helpful and it would be totally good. But I actually use the premium version, which is like $10 a month, I think. And just for more storage, because I upload my reels into, and like video content and just like larger files and stuff into my Notion content calendar. So everything is on there. Um, And I had to upgrade to get more storage. So it's like $10 a month. It's totally worth it for me. Um, And you can get the link for that as well in the description and show notes. I'll put that there. And then I do want to mention my uh, membership, my content resource membership, Social Herd. Um, I know this feels like a plug, but it really, I genuinely use my own product and offer because it works and it's helpful. Um, and so the Social Herd is my content membership. For those who don't know, I put new resources into it. There's like over 120 new resources that get dropped every single month, I believe, and uh you also if you join you get access to all the previous months as well so like literally if you were to join today there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of um things for you to go through everything from caption templates to educational resources that like actually teach you things um there are action plans for every single month um, to just help you get through your content for each month. Um, there are social media templates that you can use for feed posts and story posts, and there will be like reels templates pretty soon. Um, what else? Oh, there's graphics that I'm really excited about because uh, they're super westerny and cute. And I actually have brought on my friend Madeline of Written and Sage as A graphic designer. So she's dropping uh, graphics in there. So they're like super good now. (laughs) And so that's really fun. Um, So you can get professional graphics for your business that are fun to use um, for websites and everything, uh, social media, whatever. And uh, there's also stock images that you can use that are really great um, for if you just don't have like a picture to post or you don't know what to post. Those are good. So there's like all kinds of stuff in there. Um, so definitely go check that out. You can check it out. I'll link all that as well, um, or you can go to sarahelrod.com/slash-socialherd and get more information and join us. Another thing I do want to mention on that too is if you don't want to commit to a monthly membership, um, no hard feelings. I totally get it. If you're not ready to dive into that yet, that's fine. You can actually shop some of the resources uh, in a la carte style on my shop. So you can go to sarahelrod.com shop. I will also link that down below. But uh, yeah, you can shop the social media templates and the graphics. And then I'll probably eventually start putting in other things as well. But for now, it's pretty much just those things. Um, so yeah, you can buy a couple of those if you would rather just buy what you want and need. If you don't want all the other stuff, if you don't want the education and you don't want the action plans, totally fine. Um, you can go just shop it in my store. Oh, and then I did want to mention, since we're on the topic of babies and motherhood and all that good stuff, if you're a new mom and you know this is your first pregnancy and you're about to have this little baby, you're probably feeling overwhelmed by all the opinions that you're getting because chances are you're getting a lot of them. I remember being so overwhelmed by everybody having a different opinion and like the fact that they just feel like they need to tell you their opinions and tell you what they think is super annoying. And so I don't know why people think that you care. If you didn't ask, like, why are you sharing it? And most people do it out of the kindness of their heart. And so I get it. Like it's, it's not with ill intention, but it is very overwhelming as a new mom to know what you actually are going to need and fact of the matter is you're probably going to buy and use things you don't. Everybody's different. Some people love some things that other people never touched in their life. So, you know, you're probably going to go through it yourself. But I did make a list of Amazon um, essentials for new moms are like just in my opinion, truly essentials and the the most important things that I used all the time with my son and that I will be making sure I'm stocked up on for my daughter as well. So, um, you can also check those out. I will link those down in the show notes and description as well. So, this was kind of just like a sit down, chitty chatty episode where we just talked about life, which is kind of fun. Um, I don't always do episodes like this. Uh, so, I kind of want these to be a little bit more of a mix in of like tangible business stuff and then also just kind of life episodes too. Cause, um, so the people have spoken. I mean, frankly, I ask you guys what you want and a lot of you say more personal stuff. So here I am being transparent and personal. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, can we just appreciate my cow shirt that I'm wearing right now because there's udders on it and it's really funny. I was a cow for Halloween and this is my my Halloween costume shirt. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening um, and tuning in. And again, make sure to Like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're uh, listening to the audio version. Also, if you want to be a guest on the show, there are links for that down below. If you have something to share and you are a rural uh, wife, ranch wife, business owner, or you just feel like you have something to share with the world or teach, um, you can do that. Uh, the Brandon Cowgirl, <laughs> Brandon Cowgirl, I'm still using the other name. I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> the Every Successful Rancher podcast is also taking sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor this show and help me grow and help support what I do and the people that I bring on this show and all the things, or you'd just like to advertise and get your business and f- in the ears of lots of other people that are probably your ideal customers, then you can reach out to me about a sponsorship or an advertisement. That's linked down below. And then last but not least, join the Patreon. You can listen to episodes ad-free over there. And also you can get early access to episodes and listen to them before everybody else. That's just $5 a month. And if you're a Patreon, just saying, or a Patreon, if you're a Patreon, is that how you'd say that? If you join that, You get a discount into the social herd content membership. So, if you join the Patreon for this show, you get exclusive discounts on things. Just keep that in mind. You also get discounts on my store as well. So, those like templates and stuff, you're gonna get a discount if you join the Patreon. Just saying. So, anyway. Yeah, I think that's all. I'm done rambling now. Um, my child is awake from his nap, so I got to go. But it was so good to talk to you guys, and I will chat with you in the next one. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Every Successful Rancher podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Every Successful Rancher and join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. For the mega fans of the show or anyone wanting to show support, you can join our Patreon and get early release episodes as well as listen ad-free the link will be in the episode description. If you like what you heard, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. One minute of your time can be a game changer for the show. Plus it helps other amazing rural women find us and join the party. If you would like to sponsor or advertise your business on Every Successful Rancher, please head to sarahelrod.com sponsoresr for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk with you in the next one.